welcome to the Illumination Cinema Movie Podcast. Myself, I hate the notes I take. Yeah. Sometimes. I love all of my notes. They're all perfect. <laughs> Just gibberish. Sometimes. Anyway, I'm Tyler. I'm Gina. And I'm Roy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, today, we are continuing our journey through the Halloween franchise. Uh, we are now in the H2O era. Uh, which includes H2O and <laughs> Resurrection. <laughs> and that's it. It didn't. Uh, it didn't have. It didn't have much in the, in the way of legs. Um, <laughs> I could not complete the trilogy. H225. <laughs> like if it just kept going. Like, <laughs> well, yeah. What if we stuck with that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, H30. H30. Uh, a lot. I remember on the Walmart shelves because there's no way you can fucking call another movie just Halloween. Uh, uh, a third movie just Halloween. Uh, so they um, they put H40 on yeah. on the, like, the tag yeah. for, no. uh, for the 2018 movie for a little while. Oh, God. Um, I know on the box, I think it now just says Halloween 2018. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about Halloween H2O, directed by Steve Miner, who directed a couple Friday the 13th movies. Lake Placid. Yeah, oh, yeah, and Lake Placid. That's a good one. He's made some good movies. Mm-hmm. And this. this. This one isn't one of them. <laughs> <laughs> ha- okay, I think I think we all know that we have all seen H2O before, but what, mm-hmm. uh, how, uh, what, what, uh, when did you first see it? You know, have you watched it a lot? Uh, <laughs> come here often? I first saw it, uh, a few months ago, four months ago, approximately, because Roy and I were doing the Halloween thing casually, yeah, casually. Like it's been a couple of years of just yeah. rewatching the whole thing. I saw it. I don't know if I saw it in the theater, but I definitely rented it when it came out. And it was probably, I want to say, like the second Halloween movie I saw after the first one. Yeah. I enjoyed it back then. Yeah. I thought of it a lot better. I saw it at the same time as I was like watching all the other ones when I was like 12 or 13. And both of these movies I have only ever seen on AMC. And I didn't, I didn't have a high opinion of this film. At the time, this is like 2006 or so. Um, <laughs> at the time, this was like a fan favorite. This was pretty mm-hmm. like held pretty highly. I think, I think maybe people consider it like a B tier Halloween film now, I like so. I mean, you know, you really only had like, what are you going to compare it to five? Like, yeah, you, you know, H two is it's better than that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, says everyone. <laughs> Anything's better than that. I think you know because uh, obviously Jamie Lee Curtis comes back for this one. I think it had a lot that. to do with it. I think it, you know, it's, uh, it's it has some very great elements that are ruined by the existence of other films but you know we'll we'll get around to that i suppose it's a very slick good looking Mm -hmm. dimension film that has a certain look to it yeah (laughs) Uh, it's nice and uh you know has an all-star cast all-star cast i mean it has i mean the people you know i enjoy most of the people in it ll cool j yeah he was a lot of fun he's a lot of fun 
Obviously, Jamie Lee Curtis is the biggest draw, and that's yeah. what you. That's why you're gonna watch the movie. Uh huh. Not for Josh Hartnett. Just, not for Josh Hartnett. His or weird for, haircut. Not for Michelle Williams in her weird, like, like baby face. And except for, I mean, you're saying nobody's watching it for Josh Hartnett. I know plenty of people who were. Well, they should <laughs> the just women. watch the faculty. Well, no, I agree. <laughs> However, we'll talk about that later. The heartthrob factor I that mean, Josh Hartnett brings. I gotta say, Star of I was, Harbor. hey, stop. <laughs> you know, at the time, I was the prime audience, and everybody was very much into him. He was a cool dude. It was pretty, you know, especially like the, uh, the he was a lot cooler in the faculty than he was in this movie. Yeah, I preferred it, but yeah. he did have horrible hair. The hair was very annoying. I don't know why it sticks out so straight in the back, like just off the back well, of his head, it just sticks straight out. Did you out. guys say that he like was messing his hair up between every take? Yeah, though? that was something I read that he would apparently mess up. It like they would like they would do his hair and then he'd mess it up as a character choice. Yeah, that's why it stuck out straight in the back is because they put a whole bunch of gel in it and then mm-hmm. he went like, you know, up against the like, back of his well, head. Well, okay, Josh, I like the thing is, uh, I'm pretty sure you're like a senior in high school and they would actually, you know, maybe take a little bit of care opposed to like what you're going for, which is more like seventh or eighth grade. Well, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I think that we were talking about you guys kept making jokes about him being in his 20s. So I had to look it up, and he was actually probably like 18 or 19 when he filmed the role. Which is so strange. I think it's not his, look. I think it's his voice. I think his yeah. voice it is. ages yeah. him quite a bit. Because, yeah, yeah, we were watching it, and it would just, it would strike us so much, especially when he's fighting, you know, like arguing with Jamie Lee Curtis. You're like, no, Mom, stop. <laughs> you gotta calm down, Mom. <laughs> like, I'm an adult. <laughs> yeah, I can tell. Like, I have car insurance. <laughs> And um, Michelle Williams was actually 16. Yeah, yeah. Which I found fascinating that they were teenagers playing teenagers. Yeah, yeah. that is a little out of the ordinary. While he's not the credited screenwriter on the film, Kevin Williamson uh, was <laughs> was uh, was a big part of. Uh, he I think he did. He was a producer on this, and he also um, he did like screenplay touch ups. And you would have thought he was like the main screenwriter because it reeks of him. Oh yeah. Um, and there, there are things I like about, you know, what he, what he does. Uh, Scream? I, I prefer, <laughs> I prefer this to Scream in many ways. Uh, maybe it's because I already have an attachment to Halloween. Yeah. Um, but. I don't know. There was just some terrible lines in this movie. Uh, very much like, uh, you know, I'm a 40 year old college professor, but uh, he's having Teenagers say the lines. Yeah, of, well, like teenagers don't talk like writers was the thing I kept yeah. thinking. Like, and I mean, luckily it doesn't happen very much because this movie moves. It does. Like, so once you know Michael's there, they're just saying generic. Run! We gotta get away. What? What all can you say? Yeah. <laughs> what is? What's? What's? What's there to say? I. You know. I think this is the one that messes up the chronology, isn't it? Because it's a direct sequel to the, one and two. Yeah, this yeah. is like the first like, like one yeah. where they kind of like broke away. The deviation. Yeah, yeah the soft. So they're like, let's just pretend three, four, five, and six never happened. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and that's like that's 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 a really interesting you know 
it's a really interesting thing, especially for that era, that I don't feel like that happened no, too frequently. No, that, that's probably one of the first times that happened in a mainstream thing. And I mean, it's just, I'm surely just because they wanted Josh Hartnett as her son, as opposed yeah. to... And also, it's hard to sympathize with her since she abandoned her kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to live in the town with Michael Myers infestations. <laughs> like, yeah, why don't I leave my daughter behind? And, and have a new life. Yeah. And a new, <laughs> a new son. son. Um... Well, Much happier life. <laughs> well, she got knocked up by the the ambulance guy from two. <laughs> oh and my that's, god! That's Jamie's daddy, probably. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was like, "Oh boy, well that's embarrassing." <laughs> that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Better just burn it all down, <laughs> fake my death, and get the hell out of here. Because they also kind of do it in a way where, like, it's not necessarily like completely written off, but like, yeah. they don't reference it. Yeah, they have said she has faked her death, which yeah. you know they obviously. Can't Killed her off in mm-hmm. the old continuity. Mm-hmm. So you can take it any which way you want, I guess. Like, I will say, uh, the Michael Myers mask in this one is pretty good. The hair isn't. Well, new. here's the interesting thing about the masks in the masks plural in H2O oh, because okay. there's four. Yeah. yeah um, the opening right. scene where uh, he attacks Nurse Chambers that's the mask from Six. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And then Kane BFX made a mask, which you only see in like wide shots and shots where Michael is obscured uh, because they ultimately didn't like it. It's in the trailer for the movie. Um, and then they reshot it with one made by Stan Winston Studios, which is the one with the big eye holes that you can clearly see his eyes and the crazy hair. Yeah. Um, and then the fourth one is... Very special because it's the CGI mask. Yes. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh no, not that. That's the one I want. Yeah, yeah latex version of that. Why can't I? Why can't I wear that? Mm-hmm. Why doesn't Trick or Treat Studios no, sell that? Good. Something I found kind of annoying in this movie was uh, the constant makeout scenes. Yeah, it's, what? It feels very like it feels very <laughs> late '90s aimed at teens. Like, for that reason, like, there's a lot of media that just has, like, this yeah. feeling. It's like and a, it always bothers me. Like, like, an episode of Dawson Creek is going to break yes. out in the middle of this. Yes. <laughs> I will say, it has three of my biggest pet peeves in horror movies. Like, the things that, like, kind of mess me up psychologically. The wrong person getting shot by the good guys. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It has that. It has the garbage disposal thing. Even though it's a fake out, there's the tension with the not garbage disposal. Yeah. And then complex open fractures. Ah, yes. When she gets her leg in the dumbwaiter. Oh, yeah. It's a trifecta for me of uncomfortability. Uh, Although that looks great. No, yeah. it looks great. Yeah. No, it looks great. It just like it has, this has great effects. Yeah, yeah. it ski. It just skeeves me out so bad. It's a it's a really well made movie, and I'll even say with the um, uh, it's like after it's it's really disappointing uh, to see like the fake out with the garbage disposal thing uh, because like well actually no I was gonna say like only the only time I've seen anyone actually go through with it I think was the mechanic. But that was also a fake out. <laughs> there, I know there's at I've, least one. I can't think of it, but I've seen a couple. If no yeah. one's done it, I think I just need to go through with it. I just mm-hmm. need to do it. You need to mangle in, someone's in hand. In real life. 
Oh, and, oh wait, wait, wait! I, you meant for a movie. I just had my garbage disposal fixed. I think. I mean, <laughs> I think Is that why done. you got it fixed? <laughs> we haven't talked about like what's going on in the plot of this movie. No, not we at not. all. Not at all. So, Sorry. <clears throat> Jamie Lee Curtis is the headmistress of a academy, and she lives there with Josh Hartnett, mm. and all the kids are going camping, and uh, Josh Hartnett, Michelle Williams, and the other couple, yeah, uh, stay. And uh, Michael Myers comes back somehow. Somehow he uh, steals s- steals a, s- a couple of cars. He goes through a series he's, of cars. He drives he's some more cars. Steals a Chevelle. Yeah, he steals like that big Jeepers Creepers truck from this <laughs> regular lady and his her daughter. Who, oh, that's like, right. She's, she's yeah. driving a forties like panel truck around across with the United States, States with, with her, her child, small her small child, child in There's a vehicle. No with, yeah, a vehicle with no seatbelts. <laughs> yeah, this is okay for the Muppets to drive. Yeah, right. Not, not for you and your small child. <laughs> and then, but Michael doesn't kill them. He just steals their car. Yeah. It, it got the bathroom scene in, though. Yeah. So that box was checked. And uh, it's weird that the movie that's the most like H2O in, in concept, which is 2018, has a, pretty much the exact same scene in it, yeah. except better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, I mean, that whole trilogy is a lot of scenes from bad Halloween movies done, done right. Better. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um. And oh, and LL Cool J's the security guard, and he's the most entertaining character. Well, because he's also he uh, he he moonlights as a as a romance writer. Yeah, and uh, it that's a lot of fun. All of his conversations with his wife on yeah, the phone. Yeah, he's like, constantly. It's like Roy. He's yeah. constantly on the phone with his wife. While I identify he's at work. with this man. I am a writer, <laughs> and I have been a security guard. Um, I will just say, like, I mean, since we're pretty much. Uh, we're pretty much there anyway like the the th- once we once you get into the third act it's a pretty good movie yeah like what yes. like they clearly did not know how to get there nest like they did a lot of they did a lot of interesting things throughout like it's pretty much a lot of callbacks and then a lot of setup so that you can just have Jamie Lee Curtis has this university to run around at her disposal and she's going to fight Michael Myers there and yeah. she's going to kick his ass and it's pretty great. It's a really good location. Yeah, it's a good idea for a Halloween film because it automatic you automatically have like home areas because mm-hmm. she has her cottage in her house. But then you get like big halls and stuff like when you're in a hospital in two or and yeah. the school industrial and school basement. stuff in the industrial yeah. basements. Like it's a lot of stuff to play oh, with. Because there's a beam that Michael Myers lowers himself. By one arm. <laughs> yeah. A shot is, that they thought was so iconic that they did it again. They did it. I really, yeah. wish, I really wish they did it in the 2018 it was, like, series. Somewhere. It was so, I mean, for some reason, it's just the most unbelievable part somehow of yeah. all of these movies is that Michael I don't think Myers he's got the upper body so strength. jacked that he can just lower He's, he's a pretty skinny looking arm. guy. I don't know if he's got the strength. Wait, in between driving lessons... He was pumping iron. One arm push-ups, just in the institute. Forty-one-year-old Michael Myers is lifting himself up with one arm, and like Steve Miner, it's all shot pretty well. It yes. all looks pretty good. Uh, I, 
It does not have any style other than looking like a dimension film. Like no. there's no directorial stamp it's on this film. It's just so very late nineties horror. Yeah, like, it looks like everything. Like um, I, it would be. I always thought like H two would be a really good Friday the Thirteenth movie or something. Like yeah. a lesser series. Like this would be a knockout. This would have been yeah the best one. But like when you always compare it to John Carpenter, you always come up lacking. And you come away realizing especially, it's a little flavorless. And especially when you're really throwing it back to John Carpenter. Like, no, this is a direct sequel yeah. to the ones that he worked on. Like, these are the only ones that matter. Speaking <laughs> of, so uh, John Ottman did the score for this movie. And there are parts of it that are pretty good. Um, because, and I don't know, I can't remember if it was, he was he like did the original version of it and then like he ha- they made him replace a bunch of stuff or if someone else did the score initially and they replaced him with John Ottman. But, uh, so there's a really very, like a really well done, like full orchestra version of the Halloween theme at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They had actually done that with many of the original film's themes throughout the movie, but then scrapped them all in favor for of like Ugh. just kind of generic horror music. And, like, some of it's kind of good. Like, there are moments that, you know, handle it really well. But then you can, like, people have leaked versions <laughs> of, like, the original score. And there's, like, one where it's, like, the, the Shape Stocks Lori music. And it's it sounds amazing. And you're just like, how how did you fuck this up so bad? <laughs> like, you, it was there. It was all there. It's called Dimension Films. It's called That's Bob Weinstein yeah. fucking poking around where he shouldn't. Uh like, and it's funny because, like, Jamie Lee Curtis, I mean, Laurie in this movie hits a lot of the same notes in the, as the 2018 Laurie, you know? Yeah. Kind of broken. She got, she's got, like, a drinking problem, yeah. basically. She is so functional. Yeah, very The fun- most functional <laughs> alcoholic that I've ever seen. The, the scene where she's in the diner and she, like, chugs one and gets the waiter to bring her another one. Now, to be fair, that is some very good alcoholic behavior. That, yeah, you replace the, the wine. While they're in the bathroom. She's like, she's like a super duper alcoholic. She's really good at it. She's got it. a cape and everything. Like she has drop zones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just mean like, I'm impressed by all of her acumen her, during the yeah, third act yeah. when she's well, like so drunk. Well, also yeah, like. Yeah, drinking vodka right before Let's talk happened. about the fact that she is 37 years old and. Oh yeah. Like within a period of 20 years, she has completely rebuilt her life. Mm-hmm. And like is now the headmistress of this school. Like she worked her way up to that that quickly. That's really fast because yeah. I'm like only a year younger, and mm. I'm just like, man, I'm. You're not... doing a podcast right now. I'm doing a podcast, <laughs> and she's the headmistress of the school. <laughs> We're talking about Halloween. <laughs> on the podcast. High uh, achiever. And you got uh, Adam Arkin, Alan Arkin's talentless son, <laughs> as oh, her boyfriend. Is that who he is? Yeah, the, the guy oh, I always yeah. think of, Luke, uh, Eugene Levy. He does look like a slightly poor man. <laughs> Or like, you know, a blander Eugene yeah. Levy. Because he doesn't have anything going on. Yeah, like the there's nothing eyebrows. distinct about yeah. this man. He's and just there. Yeah, he's just, you know, there to get killed and be a he's like the counselor, but he has a lot of weird interactions with the girls. Like, yeah, he yeah. like goes in, in their, their room, room to check up with on them and they say that they're gonna go do awful stuff and he's just like, Haha, oh you girls, you're probably kidding. Yeah. yeah. Even though you're teenage girls. <laughs> It seems very familiar. To, 
Yeah. yeah. As a scene. It was an odd... There's a lot of stuff in the beginning like that. <laughs> While they're like floundering to figure out what the movie's supposed to do. Because the whole subplot about like going camping and then some of them can't go camp Josh Harder can't go camping but then he can go camping it's like it's a but bunch then he of, doesn't anyway yeah because well, Michelle of crap. Williams dad didn't sign the permission slip yeah but it's like that's a bunch <laughs> of crap you don't need yeah like, just say oh they can't these four people can't go well because yeah like there was no reason for Jamie Lee Curtis to like want separated from like she has to not know where he is for a grand total of five minutes yeah. of the movie so he decides that he'll just him Hide in the school. Yeah, and uh, the weirdest, horniest dude. And, and he's so girlfriend. little, too. This is a horny little man. He's like, a horny he's like little boy. He looks like the Noid, and he's not. He is the Noid. And like, and his girlfriend, like, they're talking like they're, you know, a vaudeville act in the, like, about all well, the sex. Well, uh, that, sex games. I think the thing is, like, he, he actually looks like a real teenager and then yes. he's standing next to Josh Hartnett and it's like, that's a little, like it's a weird balance. And the other girl well, also looks like she's 20. Like, yeah. yeah. Cause I mean, honestly, why would you be fucking that weird little dude? <laughs> yeah. When there's Josh Hartnett, maybe Steve Miner wanted to give him a win. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> you know I what? I feel sorry so. for you, man. You can, you can, you can mack on this girl for Thanks, the Dad. duration of this. <laughs> Is it just no, oh. no, no. <laughs> little little Timmy Miner is playing that character? Now uh, we did find out in this film that Michael Myers is a eunuch. Jamie Lee Curtis kicks him in the balls, and, and he has zero reaction. Do shit. Yeah, that's right. I just needed to say that. And then, like, uh, they obviously like kill LL Cool J, and then everybody's like, "No, we like him too much." Let's so he's just back I, now. For I've been no shot, reason. but it's fine. Yeah, he got shot. Like, like twice, they, really badly. Like right in the face. It right, like, and then at the end and they of confirm it, he's dead, and, and then, then, then yeah. he jumps behind her and says, "No, we're, we're I'm fine. Let's go." At the very end, I'm alive because didn't you say that focus testing said he was the most popular? Well, they found out that black audiences really like Halloween yeah. movies at this point, and uh, LL Cool J, and then later um, Busta Rhymes uh, obviously uh, tested really well. Yeah. For them. Yeah. Uh, and it, they should, because those two people are the most interesting, almost the most interesting people in the movies that they're in. <laughs> I well, except for Jamie Lee Curtis at H2O. Right. Yeah. I, I don't know that there's much left to say, obviously. Like, I think the, I think the, the best, uh, like, it might end the best out of most Halloween movies, just... Michael getting his fucking head lopped off. Like, yeah, that was pretty metal. That was pretty cool. And I did read that, like, Mustafa Akkad didn't want that because he obviously wanted it to go on. The clause so, is always that Michael so has like, to have a way to So, like, they literally filmed that, the scene, the beginning of the next one, the next day, to yeah. explain. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. It was, like, kind of this weird thing between, like, he doesn't want Michael to, like, be actually dead at the end of any of the films. But Jamie Lee Curtis had to have it specified that, like, she kills him at the end of this yeah. movie. And then <laughs> she had, like, the the compromise was that they had to film this other thing and that Jamie Lee Curtis would come back basically for a glorified cameo in the next movie. Yeah. Well, sure. Um, the, the last note I have is Creed. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> at one point, they're, it's 1998, so someone's listening to Creed, and then the credits... After the Halloween theme finishes uh, playing, they play a Creed song. 
Yeah, I'm sure that's all over that soundtrack. Uh, because they, uh, you know, we were in a place in time where that was okay. I didn't have I that even... soundtrack, but I did have the faculty soundtrack, and it was pretty awesome. <laughs> Final thoughts on Halloween H20? <laughs> I think Roy's like, could have been the faculty. It could have been the faculty. Um, I will say that I think uh, I'm going to give it a five Jamie's, just because I did like a lot of things in it. Um. You know, it's not the best thing. The dialogue is real bad. It's real bad. But I love Jamie Lee Curtis in it, and uh, there's a lot of other things going right. Good third act, good kills, etc. Mm-hmm. Teetering between a four and a five. I really liked it a lot less on this watch. I had just watched it a couple of months ago, uh, but I think that... The first two acts are really kind of slog, sluggish to get through, and there's not quite enough Jamie Lee Curtis. There's a lot of the stuff with the teenagers that yeah. don't really play. It's all Kevin Williamson. <laughs> That's all. This is why I don't care for it. It's just I I. I can take it in a scream movie because that's what a scream movie is. I don't want it invading your Halloween movie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, maybe this will make it easier for you. Uh, I'm giving it a 4.5. I think it's kind of just beneath average. I think like there, there's enough things that annoy me about it to the point where, you know, I can't, uh, say I liked it as much as I, like, I, as much as I kind of want to, like, there's a lot of things Mm. I, that third act is really solid, but it's just kind of, uh, uh, it's just kind of lame. And there was a big missed opportunity for, Jason goes to Yosemite so that you can have these two movies tie together. And there's just a big bloodbath over there with all the other kids. Uh, <laughs> I guess I guess it's really just a good fan film. <laughs> as as our announcer Lee Yonku would say. He's like, guys, no, this is not. No. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he would hate this one. Yeah, no, I, 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 he hates Scream, so... <laughs> Moving on to, uh, to Resurrection... Oh, yes. <laughs> so this is your first time watching it at all, Gina. Yeah, it was. It was my first time watching this. I had never seen it. I want to say, I because, I again, I watched them all around the same time. I had seen one and two, and I cannot, I, I cannot for the life of me remember if I saw this movie or four first after that. <laughs> But this was a very early impression of what a Halloween film was. And I didn't hate it back then. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so this was about the same time Jason X came out. Yeah, about I, a year after. Yeah, if I recall. And these are big turning points for both series. I didn't watch this in the theater, I know. And I probably waited a long time to actually see it on vhs or dvd or whatever at the time mm-hmm. because i had heard that it was just so terrible yeah it definitely feels like a direct to dvd yes. halloween movie which i think was the original intention they were definitely going to f- shift into that after this one at least because that rob zombie saved it from yeah that but um when i watched it back then uh i get i don't think i had any real strong feelings i think i was like well it, i mean it was eh, you know like yeah it was. I didn't think I. I don't think I thought it was as bad as everybody yeah. said it was, and I still don't. Um, it's it's interesting. Uh, it's very much so. You know, trying to live up to 
what it is, which is it is the first Halloween film of the new millennium. Excuse me, Willennium. Thank you, thank you. We have returning director Rick Rosenthal, who directed Halloween 2. Uh, He's also the college professor at the beginning of this movie. I forgot about that, yeah. At the beginning of this movie? Yeah, he's a bald, pudgy college professor. Uh, I imagine maybe they didn't want to hire anybody (laughs) to keep the budget down. I remember as that shot of him was playing, I said, this looks, I know this isn't shot on digital, but it looks like it's Mm -hmm. made for television. Mm -hmm. It just looked really cheap. And I put Halloween real world. That's yes. what it felt like to yes. me. Yes, obviously, yes. Because, uh, yeah, no, the, the the premise of this film, for who anyone who hasn't seen it, is uh, there is some... So basically, uh, well, we skipped over uh, the biggest slap in the face. Oh, yeah. Uh, punch in the throat uh, that you can imagine I to, think, the, to the entire I think this is why far. everybody hates this movie. Just the, yeah. purely the beginning of this film. Oh, I was going to say... My first note is that Buster Rhymes got top billing. He sure did. So for a second, I was I didn't know. <laughs> but uh, so Jamie Lee Curtis shows up, uh, and she's uh, it's second appearance. So you know she's in a wig. Yes. <laughs> so oh she, yeah, God, she it's such a, a bad wig. Um, and they uh, they very hastily explain. No, actually, she didn't oh. chop Michael Myers' head off. It was. This- it was a paramedic, a paramedic who got uh, uh, larynx. She, they, he crushed his larynx, so that's why he couldn't talk. But it doesn't oh. explain why he couldn't take <laughs> off the mask. Right? No, he couldn't take it off. That he should have like dumped some glue in it and yeah. then shoved it on his head. It also doesn't explain break his where Michael Myers. Oh wait, wait. He, he okay, does. so he the beginning like of the this. Paramedic. Okay, okay. Yeah. The beginning of this movie confused the fuck out of me. I was so lost i have down here i'm like what absolute psychopath pulls the mask off a decapitated head wait two masks wait i just figured it out (laughs) that's what it says because i was i thought some weirdo was just pulling the mask off of that decapitated head but it was michael myers yeah he's gotta get his stuff back yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get it now. I just was confused. At he the can't time. just go to a store to buy it, like steal it, like he has previously. Even though like it's a different mask. Like the many times, yeah. the many times he's gotten it at the store. Um. So yeah, uh, Michael Myers is dressed as a paramedic, carrying around a giant knife for some reason. The biggest still. butcher knife. These things are like so much bigger than any <laughs> kitchen knife you've ever seen. He's blending in perfectly, though. Even though he ha- he should have a very fucked up face. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. he's yeah, but then no so but Jamie Lee Curtis uh goes crazy because she killed the paramedic and Michael Myers is still out there. And yeah. then Michael Myers shows up to the hospital she's in and uh uh just wraps up his series long goal uh within a matter of twenty minutes. Because in a rare twist, he breaks into the mental institution. <laughs> and Jamie Lee Curtis has been faking taking her meds and building a mousetrap up on the ceiling. For and she money. stuffed a doll with pills. Yeah. That's where she put them. Yeah. A lot of pills. So yeah. many pills. And yeah, it's insane. Uh, you she should be selling those. You could never and go to the side hustle. Go to the bathroom and dump that doll out. And <laughs> like... Well, the doll has no stuffing. So then it would just, it's just stuffed <laughs> with pills, Roy. But 
She's actually been eating the stuffing. Yeah. He does do the one arm lower. He yep. does. Yeah, we have the classic, iconic and one arm now lower. Now iconic. There's the weird uh, other I can't guy. wait for that to happen in the Rob Zombie movie. Anyway. <laughs> that would be the one. He, Tyler Mayne could do it. <laughs> I would actually believe it. Yeah. Like, the, there's the weirdo guy in the hospital who knows all the serial killers and wears the clown mask. Yeah, the John Wayne oh, Gacy. Oh, he's thing. a patient. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's stupid, you know, obviously there's stupid hospital guards. Yeah, bumbling guards. Yes. More interested in candy. And so she lures Michael Myers up to the roof. Yeah. And catches him. Yeah. Catches him in a, like a, like a hanging trap. But yeah. she has to be sure. So she, she goes has to take to off. Be sure. She goes to take off the mask and it takes her like 15, it takes, well, it takes Michael like 15 minutes to fucking reach up and grab her arm for some reason. Uh, and then uh, uh, they fall, uh, he stabs her, and uh, then she kisses him right on the mouth, and then she falls to her death, and that's the end of Jamie Lee Curtis. She, she falls to her death of like, two floors. Yeah. <laughs> like, the plan to kill Michael Myers would lob him off this two-story building. I think, like, he I think survived the exact same fall in the first movie. You would have They're to like, him. yeah, that's the point. Throw him into the Grand Canyon. He's... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, man. I think that her kissing that mask is maybe the worst thing I've witnessed in a Halloween it's movie. It's probably, it's the biggest insult. It's, yeah. it's bad. Uh, I hate everything about it. Yeah, but if you lopped off this beginning, if it was without that, I think people would take this movie a lot better. Yeah, because, I agree. Because, so, okay. Because it picks uh, up after that. Yeah, it picks up, it's, uh, it's. Uh, there's a there's a company called Dangertainment run by <laughs> run by Tyra Banks and Buster, and Buster. Rhymes and they uh, they're they're making basically a reality web show and they're planning on making they're apparently they have a way of monetizing this in the year of our Lord two thousand two somehow uh, and uh, they're gonna have these teenagers go explore the house of Michael Myers and now you might think throughout a majority of this film. So they what has happened is they've planted a bunch of stuff to like to to, to spook them and so that they can like, you know, piece together uh what uh what happened uh in, in Michael's life uh to 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 create this monster. Uh but if it wasn't that, then it would just be a bunch of people walking around an empty house. So mm-hmm. what would what would possibly be interesting about that? Um Yeah, they act like that's a big reveal for the characters to to figure out that all this stuff's planted. But well, like, it was 2002. We didn't know how fake reality television was. <laughs> Roy. Do you think this is a commentary on how fake reality television was? Or... I don't think there was that much reality <laughs> television at the time, if I'm honest. Uh, I know there was at least Big Brother and, like, Real World. Like, there was those two. The There was Big Brother? I'm pretty sure there was. I feel like my I, mom watched it at I, that time. I want to say, because don't they make, like, a joke oh. about the Osbournes? They do make a joke so about that the Osbournes, okay, yeah, which was surprising to me because I thought that was later. Yeah. But. Classic group of weird te- weird combination of teenagers, yeah. college students in this. They, they, they really strip them down to bare bones in terms of personalities. One yeah. of them is just chef. One of them is just <laughs> chef. That is his whole thing. He's like, I got to go check out this kitchen as soon as he gets there. Yeah. Of an abandoned house. <laughs> well, you know. It, they they made a big deal about oh it was sealed right after so like all the old spices are in there like we as viewers 
I mean, granted, like the the movie, uh, the the uh, the house is at one point turned into a gothic mansion at one point. Yeah. But like we as viewers <laughs> have seen the inside of the Myers house with Loomis and Brackett at one point, so right. we know what it looks like. We know that it's empty. Yeah. But here we are. Here we are anyway. <laughs> I will say I did look up Big Brother's been on since two thousand, which is insane. But uh, I I will I will say there's a lot of the film shot on. 2001 digital cameras. Yes. As we know, the highest picture quality. Mm -hmm. Because they have like little head cameras that they all kind of wear. Imagine. Gigantic. Don't say little. They're huge. Yeah, with like a belt battery pack. Imagine watching this in a theater. Yeah. With the, like that image on the screen. It's a, it it feels like a premise of a lesser franchise. Yeah. It seems like somebody wrote a script to a slasher movie, and they're just like, we can make this a Halloween we movie, guys. into a Halloween I movie. will say the lead girl, the one that's supposed to be our Jamie Lee Curtis in this, who yeah. is very lackluster, our introduction to her, if you'll recall, is her riding a moped <laughs> down a crowded sidewalk yeah. with a very long coat on. Yeah. Well, so you know she's so cool. Well, here's the thing about her. She's not like other girls. Oh God, she said that like that's her character. That's her, well, it was really not funny. Not like other girls. It was really funny because the moment we saw her, I turned to you and I said that she's not like other girls. And then later, in, we said it multiple times. And then later in the film, she says, "I'm not like the others." Yes, and I about lost my mind because she's having a weird internet relationship with her palm pilot to oh, some God. weird some weirdo Do we have to Decker. explain what PDAs are to this audience? Because <laughs> uh, it was such a strange... I just kept thinking there's all this technology that existed like in the years 2000 to 2002. It's very exclusively like a block of time. Yeah, yeah but it's a very short period yeah. of time too. And that's also not how they worked either. Like, even right. Yeah. Like, a, like a, what a personal computer was for like maybe, you know, 10 years prior to this is not what it was in in 2001, 2002. Right. And then it was not that after uh, like ever again. Never yeah. again. Yeah. So you have her and then you have Katie Sackhoff being yeah. kind of the wild character. The, the kind of wild, sexy one. I mean, she acts exclusively with her mouth and tongue. Yeah, yeah she ah. is. It's a lot. She is going to eleven. This entire with yeah. her face just all, and it's very enjoyable to me because it was like she's the only one that was trying to say yeah. like do well, it. Because then there's like this other. There's like the there's the smart slutty girl. Yeah. Oh uh, God, that's right. Somehow she's a rare combination. Yeah. Yeah. Something you don't the see. Feminist. Very often. Yeah. It's very, she is also a feminist, so you know it's okay for her to be slutty. That's third wave yeah. feminism. Because <laughs> she's getting it on with the the guy that looks like Danny Masterson. Oh, that's right. <laughs> it was really perfect timing. He's doing like a voice, too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. And then, then there's Chef, and then there is other guy who is like, just the biggest sexual predator outside of Danny Masterson. Yeah. Wait. Like, in the oh, movie. the jock guy. Yeah. There were two sexual predators. There yeah. was Burnout and Jock. Yeah, yeah. That jock, but the jock guy went full yeah. into it. I just, I have he, on he here. He bites it pretty quick. These guys are just going to sexually harass this blonde woman on camera. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, in front of everyone. And then, like the thing is, I mean, it's and it's very true to what reality TV was at the time. I mean, it's yes. it, it, it feels like producers of whatever show it was would be like, Hey, 
literally sexually harass her so that we can so that you know people who are watching this can click on the camera oh yeah of of, of you looking at her Cause, tits because like they said that people would choose which camera they would be looking at so everybody just keeps trying to do more and more outrageous things yeah smart slutty girl takes a burnout sexual predator down into a hole, a, a hole to have sex and just immediately strips yeah yeah well and they like they frame it as though and i'm not sure like i'm not sure if she was trying to set down her camera in a way where like you yeah. would see them having sex or if it was like oh no let's let's totally have dump, let's totally dump the reality tv thing we're doing right now and just have sex in this dirty basement i think it i was, just met you i think it was the second one because they keep saying like oh there's not cameras down here so yeah i think, oh. I think oh, the idea was that like the camera's off to the side and there you could just like hear them have I guess, sex i guess i guess i thought she was uh, psychologically manipulating him uh, i was oh I was, which she might have cuz she was the smart she was the smart oh, oh yeah, she was gonna lure Danny Masterson yes. into a false sense of security. Yeah, and then everybody would see his pee pee on yep. the internet. Yep, yep. So all of this is happening, <laughs> and like all the time, people are like screaming and like the death death curdling screams. And some the first couple times people show up, and then they don't. And then they the just dump, stop, and nobody ever says anything. <laughs> yeah, as these, as these people oh. in this small house. In a like, small house. Can I just say that the first kill that Michael Myers does is of a camera guy setting up. Oh yeah, and he, with a tripod. And he stabs him with a tripod with a very sharp tip on it. But the shot is like a golden eye POV. Yeah, <laughs> and that like, was a baller. <laughs> Yeah. Did you? <laughs> that, uh, yeah. A tri- that sharp end of the tripod that, that, I guess that we all know exists. That you protect me from on yeah. the daily, Tyler. That's right. I've never let you get stabbed, get stabbed with a tripod when so we're setting up. Michael Myers, that is a, that's a thing. The shotgun, tripod, whatever he can get his hands in, he He's is going to stab you. you I think I said something that he stabbed somebody out of a window on the last movie. He just, he loves to impale. Well, you know what's really weird? Uh, so, I, I do want to make note of the fact they did an excellent job recreating the house. This is like on a soundstage in Vancouver, yes. I'm pretty sure. Oh, uh, nice. So, like, they that rebuilt closet. the house and, yeah. They uh, go to the iconic closet and that looks exactly the same. Yeah, and they... Because they do that bit, and then they do the, from Halloween 2, slipping on the blood yeah. and knocking yourself out bit. Mm. Oh, yeah. But also, so, like, the what he does with camera guy, Steve, or whatever the fuck his name is, uh, he's, like, on the roof. So they <laughs> should be able to see him from outside. <laughs> They're having a press conference outside. <laughs> <laughs> no one was like, who's that fucking guy up there? No, like, it's too high. <laughs> I guess, uh, yeah. The Dangertainment uh, 1997 Dodge Caravan is covering. Wayne's. Oh God! <laughs> okay, and like Tyra Banks, she's in the house the entire time, right? Like, yeah, like in the like, base, they a have basement. a basement or something. They set up. They're in. They're in the garage. Oh right, and at right. The end, they're in the garage, but right. I always thought they were in the van for something. So always, did I. It looks like they are in like the FBI surveillance. But I think. Yeah. But I think they are supposed to be in the garage. They are because she like makes that incredibly complicated. Coffee, like with oh, all the whipped yeah. cream, yeah, for like like a good three minutes. That um, is like that is the most Tyra Banks does in the movie. Yeah, because did you say they cut her death scene? Yeah, I think they ultimately like she was her death scene was really bad, so they just uh, uh, determined like okay, we'll just have them find her. Yeah, yeah, which is 
the only thing you can do. Tyra Banks, uh, like, I think, I'm pretty sure she's in other things, but, like, I guess the best um, thing she can do is act dead. I mean, I mean, she's in, when you say she's in other things, I mean, she's in, like, a Disney Channel movie with Lindsay Lohan, where she plays oh, her godmother or the something. The ultimate honor. Right, so I mean, I'm just saying it's not Prestige. high quality well, cinema. Her entire screen time's on with the charisma magnet that is oh, Busta. Yeah. Busta. Like, let's have you stand next to Busta and he, by osmosis, by osmosis, you will seem better. Yeah, and uh, she didn't. Nope. No, it didn't help. <laughs> um, Poor Tyra. But he's great in this. Like he's <laughs> he's like chewing the scenery. He's like he's like a different type of crazy Loomis character in this movie. Like, but it is the same archetype because obviously he's putting all these people in danger. I really like, I I mean, I do actually appreciate that he like has a takeaway. Like he, like he has morals at the end of the film. He has this whole big speech about violence and stuff, which I guess John Carpenter hated. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, he's great. And I mean, obviously like, there's the point where they are like the probably the most famous scene is where with the two Michaels. Yeah, no, it's the best scene of the film, and it is great. Well, I also don't know what his fucking plan was there because so he like Buster Rhymes dresses up like Michael Myers so that he can be the pretend Michael Myers in this show, mm-hmm. and then Michael Myers, the real one, shows up and uh, he yells at him, and then Michael Myers just walks away. He's got power over. Him. He does. He has some sort of. Every He's time, like, go on, get bear. Like every time anybody else says, "Scoop, skedaddle," <laughs> says two things to Michael, he's impaling them with something, and this right. Buster's just like, "Get up the fuck out of here!" <laughs> he's got powers. Um, and so, but I don't know what Busta's plan was because, like, yeah. like he's he gets immediately attacked when he jumps out and grabs somebody, and he's like, "What are you doing? This is for the cameras." Yeah. Like, so uh, surprisingly, somebody tries to save someone's life. (laughs) You know, at one point, is it Busta who said, I mean, there's some lines in here that were interesting. He must have just dropped it. Yes. Yes. That was Busta. That was a a, a classic delivery from him. He has, I feel like in throughout most of the film, like the cutting is really bad. Like the editing is bad, but then like, especially scenes with him, like the camera cuts every few, like every couple seconds. And I, I'm wondering, is it, is it like, is was a stylistic choice or could Buster Rhymes not get his lines out? Because they were too uh, wordy. I don't know. Because that's I, just at the beginning, really. I, isn't yeah, it? I think it was more just the time period. Yeah, and like because they had that whole thing where it's like if you cut every twelve seconds or something, yeah. it makes it interesting. It was so people. much more than that. I know it was ridiculous. Obviously, none of the other characters are interesting. The main girl is like the blandest. Yeah, I protagonist cannot... of oh any. Yeah, I can't film. hardly think of anything she does. Well, because like she uh, screams so good, she busts glass. But then, the like big... every other time, she's actually. I want to say I read something once, and maybe I'm confusing this with another movie. No, I, don't think <laughs> I think, uh, I think the blonde girl recorded all of her screams. Yeah, because this the main oh. girl couldn't even scream, and they cast her in a Halloween <laughs> movie. Yeah, no, she breaks glass at the beginning, but then that never. Happens, comes I guess. Back comes around. back around. 
and they have a generator, a very close-up shot of like a generator, generator that seems like it's going to be one of those setups like we have in several other movies past, like Do with you the need laundry shoot. Well, like with the laundry shoot, with the, the dumb waiter, you yeah. know, all that shit. And it just so I'm expecting. You're expecting the generator, the generator to blow to, up or yeah. like... For him to like stab the generator Stop or it, make it stop working. And plunge everybody in darkness. They're in the garage and uh, he cuts some wires. Yep. Something like some that. Some hang, loose hanging wires. Because, well, Busta, yeah, Busta comes in and, and uh, mm-hmm. says maybe the most iconic line of the entire franchise. Trick or treat, <laughs> motherfucker! <laughs> Busta Rhymes... Does some karate because they establish him watching, watching kung fu some films. Karate. Yeah, and uh, that's pretty great. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think Busta knows any martial arts. He he does in the same vein that Rudy Ray Moore does. Yeah, he can lift his leg. <laughs> he can mm. he can say hi. <laughs> oh in the same vein as Rudy Ray Moore or Miss Piggy. <laughs> <laughs> So, Michael is in the house. Like, it's hard. The house, Michael's living in, has been living under the house. Yes. So that's the idea. Under and, the house, for Like, some eating rats, apparently. <laughs> in the catacombs oh, under God. the house. The, Not finishing his rat. No, because, like, she goes to touch one of the half-eaten rats, and then it's alive. Starving children in China would love those rats. No, I was the Michael. rat alive, though. I don't know, because the, the rat was more guts on the outside than rat. Uh, it was so, more guts than rat. So, like, I guess they could have fixed all these Halloween movies problems if they just, like, got rid of the house. Oh, I will say they somehow managed to find a bong. In the house. Or they, or they, or they packed or they, it. I don't know if yeah, they, they packed it. They packed the most convenient, packable smoking device. paraphernalia. A bong. A, a fucking bong. entire bong, yeah. And got water somewhere. Yeah, so they get high on camera again. Yeah. On the internet. On a live yeah. stream. And it's um, 2002 and nothing, I don't think it was legal anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, Michael eventually kills all of them. And like, in a very confined space. So if you think about it, like... It'd just be like people on top of people eventually. Like, yeah. They're all just in this one little house. It's not a giant house. Horror movies like this, where it all takes place in one house, like seem to forget what it's like inside of a house, which is very odd considering I'm assuming it was written inside of a house. <laughs> mm, but they're like, but this house is special. Nah, he's like, nah, I wrote it at Starbucks. <laughs> no. I can't hear anyone scream at Starbucks. Like. <laughs> You know, they kind of like lamely excuse it, like, oh, everybody stops believing, you know, that everybody's, yeah. so they're just screaming for the camera or whatever. But like, you know, at a certain point, wouldn't you still just be like, okay, well, I guess we better go see because you got to do something with your camera. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, don't you want to go get the more entertaining thing? Yeah. Let me just look at these dirty hairbrushes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, she she, was, co- like, she combed her hair with the dirty hairbrush. No. But and then doesn't Busta get killed? And it's the same thing? It's the same. It's an LL Cool J moment because he's clearly got killed. Right. Yeah. And then he just comes magically back at the end to rescue that woman's lack of charisma. Yeah. (laughs) And it was a reshoot. Yeah. It was pretty clearly clearly a reshoot. Now they're in the garage. Yeah. And And he electrocutes him somehow. Wires. Wires. But but there's also fire. That generator. (laughs) Yeah. Electricity from that generator? 
I guess, but like, it's not how electricity works. He just kind of no. Shut up. It's <laughs> I set it up. I set um, it up. I swear to God. <laughs> so that was my plan the whole time. But this fucking I I'm pretty sure it burns the house down. Maybe, but I it definitely burns the garage to the ground. And, but there's still a body. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you get this amazing. The uh, Michael opens his eyes at the end with his mask melted onto his face. Yes. Uh, so leading up to the sequel that will never ever happen, mm-hmm. except in our hearts. Except in our hearts. What would you give this film, Gina? I mean, I'll give it three Jamers. Like it was not my favorite. It, it was okay. It was really, I don't know. I think a lot of it reminded me of just how cringy 2001 was. I don't know. Well, that can go both ways. Like, you could either kind of feel some nostalgia for that time period because that we were around then. Yeah, but don't you remember 2001? I didn't think the writing was very good. You know, there was a lot of stretches of credibility. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, Bust is great, but, like, everybody else kind of really sucks. I'm going to do solid five. Oh, wow. I'm going to do five because I had a lot more fun watching Resurrection than I did H2O. Interesting. Because I think Resurrection knows exactly what it is. It is not trying to be pretentious or have any like grandiose ideas about Mm -hmm. itself being the true sequel to anything. This was literally... You know, like, well, this, I think, I think they all generally thought, hey, this is kind of an interesting idea to make a slasher movie out of. This will be a great uh, $5 bin DVD. Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah. and like, this is a time period to, that would, uh, you know, it would make a lot of money in the theater, and then it would make a lot of money in, on DVD. Yeah. So, like, it was just, I think it is just so lowbrow yeah. that I enjoy it because just wallers in it and like it's fine busta is like a really a breath of fresh air for like the entire thing like it's just like he's he's very charismatic and funny and uh it just it it, it all boils down to the intention behind what they were making yeah and rick rosenthal had no pretenses about what he was yeah. making I uh, I think it's danger-taining for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> um, but, like, I, I fully agree with you. I think I'll still give it a three because, I mean, it has the context of being a part of, you know, it, like, it has the unfortunate... And, it, like, I don't know, maybe I shouldn't judge it this way because I don't... I feel like maybe I don't judge other films in this very same series this way. But, like, it does... I don't know. Like, there is something of a prestige behind the original film and then like to see it like sink to this low <laughs> is very is just really strange but we've already um, seen five and six <laughs> it's true i mean it's true and i think like i can't remember what i gave those movies so maybe this is completely unfair i think like you know it, it lives and dies by its own merits and it like i, I might have given this a one a few years ago like before re-watching it this time i think i've reassessed it quite a bit and who knows maybe i'll bump it up again if I ever see it again. I think there is a reassessment of this film. Because like mm-hmm. as we're watching it. My phone knows. So it's been like showing me <laughs> a lot of articles about Halloween. And pe- I've seen several with the headlines. Of it's not as bad as you remember. And yeah. like, it, it's actually pretty good. 
it's it's an interesting case, and I I know like recently I I listened to something, uh, and I do, I do not agree with this. I think uh, and well, I mean it's not like it's impossible, but somebody said people only dislike this movie because they didn't want to see a film with such a or like such a large black presence in it. Like basically, if you don't like Halloween Resurrection, it's because you're racist. But <laughs> I, I thought that was a stretch. It's a bit but of a stretch because <laughs> I mean the best part of the movie is Buster Rhymes. Yeah, and like if you don't find that to be the truth, then I don't know. Maybe you get a lot of problems, man. <laughs> but I mean, it's I, I guess it's I'm I'm sure anyone who is racist does hate this one in particular. Yeah, I guess like a, a little bit of last minute house cleaning because we've mentioned it like for literally every other movie. Danny Lux music pretty good i like his rendition of the theme mm-hmm. um and uh the mask it's pretty okay it works much better in shadow mm-hmm. right uh, it's, it's a little too detailed as opposed to like four which was under detailed and the proportions yeah. are a little off yeah. but he doesn't have like the big neck flaps or anything yeah. so that's good it's a completely serviceable mask yeah can't take that away from them <laughs> never <laughs> all right so last one is next week. Uh, oh boy. And we're going to be talking about the Rob Zombie remakes. All right. So, I don't know. Uh, will everybody be pissed off with everything I have to say? Very possible. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs>